The Voices of Search podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything podcast network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. Bridge Toll, California, customer service number. Highway miles to the gallon, Ford Focus. Thailand Cave Rescue Operation. What is Schema F? Best wine bars in San Carlos, California. Best Western hotels. How old is Ronaldo? What happened with Big Brother? What's a good engagement? engagement? How long before a wedding should I send out and save the dates? In the first series Use IMAP to check email on other email clients. Identify fonts from where to find the Welcome to the Evolution of Search Week on the Voices of Search podcast. I'm your host, Benjamin Shapiro, and this week we're going to publish an episode every day talking about how you can modernize your SEO strategies and operations. Joining us for Evolution of Search Week is Patrick Reinhardt, who is the Vice President of Digital Strategies at Conductor, which is a search and content intelligence platform that helps marketers create and optimize content to improve visibility online. Conductor's platform generates customer insights for enterprise brands that empower marketers to compelling, value-driven content, which leads to increased organic traffic and higher marketing ROI. And lucky for us, they're also a sponsor of the Voices of Search podcast. And today, Patrick and I are going to talk about improving agility in search. All right, here's the first installment of Evolution of Search Week with Patrick Reinhardt from Conductor. Patrick, welcome to Evolution of Search Week on the Voices of Search podcast. Hey, Ben. Happy to be here. Thanks for having me on, man. Excited to have you as a guest on our show. Excited to have Conductor, an established member of the SEO community and also a sponsor of the Voices of Search podcast. Thanks for you coming on and also supporting the show. No, absolutely, man. I'm a fan of the podcast. I listen to it. So happy we can support you. And for me, as an SEO strategist, very excited to be on and to talk to you about search today. Wonderful. Well, hey, look, we're doing the evolution of search today. And that talks more to the changing nature of search. We're no longer putting white copy on white backgrounds and buying links. Search has come a long way since you and I started in the game. And one of the biggest facets of being successful in search is your ability to change your strategies on the fly. Agility. Talk to me about what agility in search means to you. To me, it's something that's been, you know, like kind of at the forefront of my thinking for the last 10 years. I've been doing search since 2004. And what I've noticed over the years is, of course, back then, like you said, that was a different world. You know, it was a lot easier back then. But agility to me means people who have the ability to literally like move fast within those organizations, right? Get things implemented faster. And what you see most of the time is that folks have the same hurdles. Like most companies have the same hurdles that they have to get through, right? They can't get folks to implement anything because there are no relationships with the web team or IT. You don't have relationships with the content team. So things get published before an SEO gets their hands on it, any research is done. And that slows the process down. Or like a piece of content hits too many parties. And instead of taking a couple of days, it takes a few months to get something live because there's so much red tape. There's so many approvals that need to happen and it just slows you down. So for me, agility is the ability to just get the right people on board, the right people talking to the right people so that when an idea happens or it's researched well, it's researched quickly, it's created well, it's created quickly, but ultimately it is implemented quickly so that you can start seeing the impact and seeing the results come back. And the best companies in the world have a high level of agility. 
So I think about agility as a process where you're focusing on, and I guess this came out of the software engineering, so it makes sense that it overlaps with SEO, obviously a technical field as well. But agility is the process of breaking your projects down into micro chunks, right? Making sure that you're constantly moving and testing and, and tweaking. And when you think about the decision between agility as opposed to kind of a more predictable workflow, there's some trade-offs there. How do you think about blocking off and tackling big projects as opposed to focusing in SEO on some of the small micro wins that can add up on top of each other? I mean, I think it comes down to like what point your program is at, because as we all know, like SEO is a lot of tasks done over and over, you know, tedium. But when you look at it, the best way to move a program forward is to focus on big boulder projects and then map tasks back to those boulder projects and then report on the progress of that project, not focusing on those micro transactions that you're making every day with the site. You want to make sure that you're moving the bigger goal forward and not just focusing on, hey, I got to optimize five pages today, you know, something like that. Yes, those are tasks that need to happen, but those are tasks that map back to a larger goal or larger project. And what happens in SEO a lot is that people get focused in on the micro stuff that they have to handle every day, all those levers that they have to pull on a daily basis. But a lot of times they don't map those back to the overarching project that the business cares about. And then the business comes in and says, hey, what have you done? And they say, well, you know, I've optimized 50 pages. I've gotten X amount of links. I've done X, Y, Z. And the executive who's paying for the program is like, what does that mean? And they don't tie it back to the overall project that ultimately ties to the bottom line of the company, which is why SEO has struggled in the past to get traction in a lot of bigger companies. It's gotten better. Don't get me wrong. It's gotten a lot better in the last few years. But a lot of times people get lost in the minutia of like the day-to-day -day stuff. And sometimes the practitioner can't get themselves out of that because there's so much to do that they lose sight of the overarching project and goal. Yeah, I think that's an important distinction. And mostly SEOs, because the field is relatively technical, right? When you're getting started, you have to learn all of these technical skills. So that generally means that the people that are SEOs are technical, right? More of a focus on the math and science than, I don't want to say the language skills, but, you know, a harder skill set than a soft skill set. They are not salespeople, right? There's a big difference between an SEO and a salesperson. And as you mature as an SEO, your job changes to have to not only understand what you should be doing as an operator, potentially leading your team, but also selling that up as an executive. So when you're trying to map your corporate goals back to what your operations should be, you still have to have those micro wins. You still have to have the checklist that you're checking off. You can't just do one big project all of the time. How do you think about the process of when you should be setting your strategic goals? How often are you breaking those into smaller tasks? Help me understand the process that you guide conductors' clients through to understand what the right process is to make sure that your big goal aligned but able to be agile in your operations. I think like one of the biggest things is like identifying those goals is number one, right? A lot of people don't do that. Like a shocking amount of people don't identify what the true goals are for their organic campaign and then ultimately map those tasks back. Usually we're doing it on a quarterly basis. And nine out of 10 times in an SEO project, you're working on stuff that spans well beyond a quarter, don't get me wrong. Sometimes projects last all year, but that doesn't mean that there aren't other projects that come in and out throughout the year. So on a quarterly basis, we like to run 
our organic marketing assessment, which is proprietary to us. And you'll see, we're looking at where's your maturity at? Where is your technical health at? Where's your content health at? And from an operational maturity standpoint, where is your company and what are the projects that kind of mark back to those three areas? And from there, we always, when we go into our QBRs, we hit on each of those areas. So that aligns everyone on both sides, both the customer and conductor side or the practitioner side of what we're all going towards, right? And the people who are in that meeting are the leaders and also the practitioners. So everyone knows what's going on. Then once that meeting's over and we've all established that, we create a plan. That plan is, hey, for this quarter, we're gonna keep working on this project, but we're gonna be able to finish project two and three. Okay, the tasks that come back to project one, we established back at the beginning, and so we're just going to keep running with that. But for the new projects, like, like say two or three, what are the tasks that map back to that, right? And our SSMs and our account directors, they help our customers kind of map those tasks back. And then we map like how the product can report back to the business on how we're doing against those goals. And then the process is you're meeting regularly and you're just marking against it. Like, hey, listen, did we knock out what we said we were going to knock out in the first two weeks? If the answer is yes, great. Check it off. Keep moving on. If the answer is no, why didn't we hit that goal? What are the blockers? And that's like a big piece that a lot of folks that don't put enough focus on is removing those blockers, right? A lot of times people just try to barrel through the blocker, but a lot of times you have to finesse your way around it or finesse your way through it. And a lot of times that's getting the leaders in the different areas together and talking. And that's a big part of the process as well, is getting other teams on board because the SEO's success is dependent on several other groups, namely the web team and the content team. So that content can get created and optimized with their recommendations, but also that it gets implemented in a kind of a relatively quick fashion. So I think the process there is identifying what those projects are, mapping the tasks back, creating a schedule where you're touching base and making sure everyone is executing and then reporting back to the business and then rinse and repeat every single quarter. I appreciate the segmentation. And there's one thing that I think is missing is the understanding of performance, right? We're, we're doing all these projects and it sounds like the way that you're describing them, they're done in a vacuum. In reality, we need to be looking at performance signals to understand if what we're doing is actually working. How do you think about ingesting data and having that feed into and modify what your task schedule should be? Because to me, that's true agility. No, absolutely. And, you know, working at a technology company, you know, we built a lot of automation around our processes that allows us to take in a lot of data and inform us on whether, you know, something's working or not, right? Because I think that's another thing. A lot of times, especially at the beginning of a program, what you're doing is you're throwing stuff against the wall and seeing what sticks for that site, right? Because there's hundreds of levers that you can pull. The art of SEO and the art of the SEO strategist is knowing what levers to pull for that site at that particular moment in time. And I think that as you go along, you need to pull data in from different sources to see like, is what we're doing here working on one page or is it working on 200 pages? Because a lot of times folks will see like ranking wins and ranking wins are great. Don't get me wrong. It's good to see that's a good indication that what you're doing is working. But are you pulling in the right traffic metrics to say like, hey, listen, we got rankings, but are we ranking for the right words? Are those words bringing the correct type of traffic in? And is that type of traffic converting at the rate that we want it to, right? And is the content on that page, you know, in a good place from a readability standpoint? And when people get to it, are they connecting with it, right? So you're pulling in all these different metrics into a platform or into however you're looking at it 
And you have to make sure that when you ingest that in, that you have the right amount of automation, the right amount of tooling in place where it can help inform your decision and it doesn't just take a bunch of time to ingest that data. Because that's another place where I think a lot of people in search get lost is they ingest so much data that they give themselves analysis paralysis and then no decisions wind up getting made and they just get kind of lost. They get lost in the lake. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, I think that when we talk about the evolution of search, the SEO's job has changed, right? We used to be relatively independent. Hey, we go make some tweaks to the site. All right, we're emailing some people. We're trying to get some backlinks. And it was a little bit of a black box to the executive team. You know, I'm talking 10 years ago. Now, when you talk to SEOs, their responsibilities are not only to understand how to manipulate search and drive rankings and traffic, it's also working with the branding team, it's working with the PR team, it's working with the engineering team, and working upwards with the executive team as well. So that moves beyond just, hey, what are you doing and how quickly can you move your SEO strategies, but also trying to influence other teams. So we're going to continue this conversation tomorrow talking about SEO enablement and communication. And that wraps up this episode of the Voices of Search podcast. Thanks for listening to my conversation with Patrick Reinhardt, VP of Digital Services at Conductor. Tune back in tomorrow to hear more of my conversation with Patrick when we discuss SEO enablement and communication. We'd love to continue this conversation with you. So if you're interested in contacting Patrick, you can find a link to his LinkedIn profile in our show notes. You can contact him on Twitter where his handle is AskReinhardt, which is A-S-K-R-E-I-N-H-A-R-T. Or you could visit his company's website, which is conductor.com, C-O-N-D-U-C-T-O-R.com. Just one more link in our show notes that I'd like to tell you about. If you didn't have a chance to take notes while you were listening to this podcast, just head over to voicesofsearch.com, where we have summaries of all of our episodes and contact information for our guests. You can also send us your topic suggestions or your SEO questions, and you can even apply to be a guest speaker on the Voices of Search podcast. Of course, you can always reach out on social media. Our handle is Voices of Search on Twitter, and my personal handle is Ben J. Shap, B-E-N-J-S-H-A-P. And if you haven't subscribed yet and you want a daily stream of SEO and content marketing insights in your podcast feed, we're going to publish episodes every day during the work week. So hit that subscribe button in your podcast app, and we'll be back in your feed tomorrow morning. All right, that's it for today. But until next time, remember, the answers are always in the data. Music.